Babu. You know, I've got to tell you, I never do this, but the shrimp, it's just, it's a little stringy. You have any chicken? The shrimp is stringy? Well, maybe you're a fridge. Quiet! <laughs> no, you shut up! Well, I... You make me change restaurant, but nobody come. You say, make Pakistani. Babu Bhatt have only Pakistani restaurant. But where are people? You see people? Show me people. There are no people. Well, I don't want to be a secondary character. Hello and welcome to another episode of But I Don't Want to Be a Secondary Character, where everybody will be living it up a sea. My name's Stephen. <laughs> My name's Ja Rule, <laughs> <laughs> aka Ivan. We, we were just um, just before we were recording, we we're actually seeing Ja Rule's living it up. Yeah, Ivan. Yeah. Without being too detailed, Ivan came into uh, a huge amount of money, exactly fourteen dollars, and uh, it just reminded me of that song. So we've been. Yep. Over singing it the last half now. Yes, got a check because I changed my address for my car insurance, and they're like, "Here's fourteen dollars back." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> everybody. <laughs> now, now Ivan in the last half now owns a yacht, and he wears only white. Yeah, and the yacht's just like a miniature. Yeah, toy one. Yeah, yeah. I, just I, drink champagne. Yeah, got it for seven dollars at Toys R Us. So yep. I have seven dollars left. And a seven dollar white shirt from I don't know Salvos or something. Yeah, yeah. You be living it up. Yeah, definitely. You're on, but I don't want to be a secondary character. As I said, uh, it's a Seinfeld podcast where we talk about the secondary characters of the show, and this is our second season of, uh, sorry, second episode of season three. That's right, and because it is a fifth episode or a multiple of five, it is what's the deal with for this week? And this week we're talking about a, one of Jerry's worst enemies. And I was quite surprised, Stephen, because in season two we did an episode on Jerry's enemies, and we forgot to mention this gentleman. Yeah, I wouldn't say he's one of Jerry's enemies. I would say Jerry's one of his enemies. There's a difference. Do you think so? But Jerry think... had so many good things to say about him. No, that's what I mean. Yeah, like Jerry. Jerry hates the the characters that we did in Jerry's enemies. Oh, he doesn't right. hate Bubble Butt. No, I, and, I think and it's that's a what we're doing category. today. Bubble Butt. Yeah, Bubble 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 Butt. But, that's yeah. what it reminds me of. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Actually, <laughs> as soon as I heard Bubble Butt, I, I thought of Bubble Butt. <laughs> I Major Lazer, yeah. Bubble yeah. Butt. Guest vocals, Jarrell. Bubble, bubble Butt, Bubble 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 Butt. <laughs> Living it up, Bubble Butt. <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice. Yeah. So today it's what's the deal with Bubble Butt, and we're also going to talk about the actor who portrayed him, Brian George. Yes. Um. So Bubble Butt, he appeared in three episodes of Seinfeld, the season three episode the cafe season four episode the visa and he was the final witness for the four in the finale the cherry two. on top that's right very bad very very bad man you were a bad man doing his uh, well-known finger wave yes the finger wave it's and very uh, famous. indeed yeah it's probably his distinguishing uh <laughs> or at least physical uh, gesture yes definitely uh, if you want to get in touch with us, you can. We've got an email address, bidwabask, B-I-D-W-B-A-S-C podcast at gmail.com. Uh, we're on all the socials. Our handle is at bidwabask. Uh, you can listen to us or reach out to us at bidwabask.com. And most importantly, if you want to listen to us or tell anyone about us, you can do so uh, via anywhere you get your podcast. Yes, please. That'd be great. Namely iTunes or Apple Podcasts, I should say, not iTunes. Yeah. And um, it's great to be back for season three. It is. Yeah. No, it's wonderful. Mm. Last week was really cool. We got really, really good reception. And uh, yeah, it's, it's amped us up for the remainder of the season indeed and the next 18 or 19 episodes or maybe more we'll see how we go maybe more yes and we've got our 50th episode coming up in March which yeah. is going to be a live event 
That's right. I was a bit vague about the details <laughs> last week, but it's actually March 18. March 18, yes. Lock that in. We have it on Facebook. We have the event. That's right. Yeah. I still haven't added any pretty stuff to it, but uh, it's still still forthcoming. Uh, but it's going to happen at George's Bar in Fitzroy in Melbourne, yes. uh, which is a Sunday. That's right. Uh, it kicks yeah. off at about 6.30pm. I'm guessing we'll take the stage at maybe 7 or so. Thereabouts, yeah. It'll go for about an hour to an hour and a half. Um, and we'll be doing a live recording, which will end up being our 50th episode uh, of our podcast. Nice. So, yeah, come along if you want to watch us do our thing. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, the entry is free. Uh, alcohol is not. No, we're not that rich. No, Sorry. No. <laughs> if someone wants to sponsor us, oh, please. get in touch. If, yeah. if an alcohol company... I don't know how that would go down well with George's Bar, no. but, uh, yeah. Or if you just want to send us free booze anyway, yeah, please. Doesn't even have to be related to, um, you know, to the to the live episode. Yeah, we don't have we don't even have to drink at George's bar. We can just have it here in the yeah, studio. Yeah, while we're doing a recording. Did you bring your own beer in here? No, <laughs> no, no. And uh, all night we'll just have living it up playing in the background. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, most importantly, we will actually be doing the contest, the seminal episode indeed. for our fiftieth episode, the one that really puts Seinfeld on the map. Yeah, yeah, indeed. And we'll talk about the secondaries from there. But, Stephen, let's get into it. Seinfeld news. You actually have quite a few this week, don't you? I do. There was only one last week, but I've got uh, five or six this week. Excellent. So, to start this week's Seinfeld news, it's actually, uh, I guess you'd say, an extension of last week. So... Uh, last week's news, uh, the only piece from last week was that uh, Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee is finally available on Netflix worldwide. Yes. And I did mention that two episodes were excluded from uh, Netflix release, one being the Jason Alexander episode for Reasons Unknown, mm-hmm. and the other being the Louis C.K. episode for Reasons Obvious. Did you find out the reason why Jason Alexander's wasn't couldn't, in there? No? Couldn't find anything. Ah, oh, man. Yeah. Mm, okay. Don't know. Who knows? But through the week... Uh, and it was unannounced. Netflix actually snuck in Louis C.K.'s episode. Oh, okay. Yeah, so they released yeah. the original, I think it was 78 or 81 episodes. Yeah. Uh, and then they just added it at some point between last week and this week. Okay, well, maybe the Louis C.K. stuff's kind of... Well, even though it's a very serious allegation, maybe yeah. it's kind of died down a bit, maybe. Don't know. Simmered a bit. And yeah. maybe they think, oh, we'll just sneak it in. Yeah. No one will protest. I have no idea. It's just strange because Netflix cancelled... Well, they they initially cancelled House of Cards mm. um, because of Kevin Spacey's allegations, and you know it just it was just unexpected. Yeah, yeah, um, weird. Yeah, yeah, indeed. So uh, the second bit of news, and this is actually pretty cool. So double double whammy. <laughs> so through the week, Julia Louis Dreyfus turned fifty-seven. She did, yes. She did. Um, and on the day of her birthday was actually her last day of chemotherapy. That's right. And her brothers, oh, not her brothers, her sons actually put something really nice on Instagram. They did like a little uh, thing for her. Yeah, that's so right. If you follow her, I think it's official JLD on Instagram. I'm not sure of her handle. I think, I think that's what it is. Yeah. yeah um, her bro- her uh, I keep saying brothers. Her, her sons. sons. Yeah, did a yeah. very nice, nice thing for her yeah, no, to it was celebrate. A, it was a video of uh, JLD lip syncing to Beat It by yep. uh, Michael Jackson that's being, it. obviously she's, well, Maybe not officially, but she's beating cancer. I guess yeah. that's the that's the thing. Nice. Yeah. Um, and interestingly as well, uh, well, yeah, more fun than interesting, but Parade Magazine, in honor of uh, JLD's birthday, compiled a list of their 10 favorite Elaine Bennis quotes. Oh, nice. Uh, so what do we have? Well, yada, yada, yada was in there. 
obviously. Uh, my favourite one, I think, maybe because we're Australian, so it's relatable, but yeah. maybe a dingo ate your baby. Maybe a dingo ate your baby. Oh, yeah. It's a pretty, pretty good accent, I must yeah. say. Like, uh, I've, you know, I've heard a lot of Americans try and do Australian accents. And they're not and usually that good, are they? No, they're usually pretty, like, yeah. not even comically bad, just bad, bad. One of my favourites is, you're so good looking. Yeah. You know, when you sneeze. That's true. Yeah. I yeah. love the way she delivers the line. Yeah. Good. And no, then, she's got lots of uh, lots of quotes. What's her number one? Get out. No, they didn't do 10 to 1. They just oh, did okay. 10, 10 random ones. Well, was get out in there? Like, get uh, out. I can't remember. I only oh, noted okay. down those two. Yada, yada, yada. And maybe a dingo ate your baby. Surely get out's in there too. Probably. Or get out. you're through, soup Nazi. Next. Actually, that was in there. Oh, nice. Yeah. Good line. I'm trying to think what others were in there. Ah, I can't remember. If you just go to Parade Magazine, you'll you'll find it. Witchy woman. <laughs> witchy woman. Witchy woman. Oh, witchy woman. Witchy woman. Surely that was... I haven't even seen the list and I know it's in there. Yeah. For sure. No, it probably is in there. Uh, so, on to other news. Uh, through the week, a um, bit of a controversy, actually. Bum, bum. So, Jerry Seinfeld, for about two weeks, uh, I think the last few days of December up until the second week of January, was in Israel. Yes. Um, he was performing a couple of live shows. On New Year's Eve, he performed two shows in Tel Aviv. Mm-hmm. And he took his family over, so obviously they made a, a holiday out of it. And uh, through the week, he actually received some flack from the press and fans alike. Um, he visited what has been called an anti-terror slash paramilitary training camp mm-hmm. in the West Bank. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. The organization yeah, yeah. is called Caliber 3. Okay. Um, and he was there, I believe, the first week of January. And according to the website, they were founded in 2003. Okay. And they provide top security solutions, high threat protection, intelligence operations, and tactical training to military law enforcement government agencies and commercial clients around the globe. Okay. So, you know, that's okay, but... uh, What's the the deal with missiles? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What's the deal with this button? Well, apparently... My button's bigger than than Trump's. (laughs) What's the deal with this military tactic? Oh, Oh, military tactic, is that too much? Uh, And Jerry actually said that... um, Well, sorry, the the, the, uh, the Calibre 3 actually put a little... I think it was up on Instagram or Facebook with a photo of, of Jerry and his family. Yeah. And he said that he participated in uh, displays of combat Krav Maga. Um, oh, okay. He did stuff with assault dogs. Yeah. Um, and also lots of Zionism. So okay, cool. Being an, uh, an Israeli Jew, uh, promoting Zionism is a bit, you know, it's a bit of a touchy subject. Yeah, I don't want to get... Sort of, I was going to no, say, no, no, I don't no, want to no, get no, too no, involved no, no, politics, I'm just no. reporting what, you know, what was reported about Jerry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, apparently, the Facebook post was removed after some, some criticism online of, of from course. fans and, and, and the press. And people from Palestine, of course, were probably weren't too happy with it either. Yeah. Mm. Um, the This is quoting an article, uh, and this kind of summarizes the whole, the whole reaction to it. It said, yeah. there were some pretty notable reactions from writers, poets, and activists, mm. all more or less claiming that Jerry's actions were Zionistic and anti-Semitic. So, okay. yeah, an interesting thing that okay. happened. Well, yeah. that's, that's their opinion. Like I said, I, I don't want to yeah. get involved too much in it. No, no, I, I yeah. don't really have a strong opinion because I don't know a lot about it, but it was it was just interesting mm. that that sort of happened. Yeah. Very indeed. Yep. Back to oh. comedians in cars getting coffee. Yes, so. <laughs> please. Louis C.K. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Some pretty heavy topics. Oh, indeed. Yeah. So, uh, through the week, Jerry did an interview with a organization called Sprudge. I think they're a... Sprudge. Oh, Sprudge. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like Mr. Snrub. Mr. Snrub. Yes, that would do. 
<laughs> My name is Mr. Snrub, and I come from a place far away. Yes, I do. Yes, that do. I didn't realize for years that Snrub is actually Burns. Burns backwards. backwards yeah, yeah. that's why it reminded me of Snrub from yeah. Simpsons. Sprudge. <laughs> Sprudge. It sounds made up, doesn't it? So, what organization do you work from? I uh, work for uh, Sprudge Magazine. It, it's, it sounds like something I'd see in the shower. It's yeah. like, can you clean the Sprudge yeah. <laughs> out of the ground? Yeah, and the tiles, please. Yeah, yeah, it does. There's actually. some Sprudge in here. Yeah, it doesn't sound like a pleasant thing. No, no. He he was interviewing. Jerry was interviewing with uh, Sprudge, and they were asking asking him about um, comedians and cars getting coffee. And they actually asked him why, you know, why coffee? Why not food? Or like, you know, what is it about coffee that you wanted to focus on in your series? Yeah. And he explained, and I quote: "My whole adult life as a comedian, you wait to get hungry, then you find somebody else who's hungry, and then you eat with them. That's kind of how you spend your day." Then I got married and had kids, and I didn't have time for that. I didn't have uh, I didn't have that kind of time anymore. Yeah, you can always meet someone for a coffee. So that was sort of his reasoning that you know, uh, adults with families don't have time for you know an hour or two hours for lunch. Yeah, just more like ten minutes for yeah. uh, latte or uh, yeah americano. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Long black, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So I thought that was pretty cool. That, you know, that was his reason that it's a bit more casual than lunch. Oh, that, I didn't expect an answer like that though. Yeah, that's it. That's interesting. Yep. Yeah. Mm, cool. And that is all the Seinfeld news for the week. Good work, Stephen. You're always good with uh, the anchor stuff. You know, being the news anchor for Bidwabask. Yep. Yeah, good work. That's me. And if you have any news that we've missed out on, let us know. It could be about, not just necessar- necessarily about Jerry, it could be about anyone, really, from Seinfeld, even so the secondary characters. If you have any news about Bubble Butt or um, Brian George, who we're going to talk about today, the actor who played Babu, uh, maybe you can get in touch with us. Yeah. Yeah. And if you've got anything about Ja Rule as well, yeah. let us know. And Ja Rule, if you're listening, <laughs> live it up, man. <laughs> we'll be back with What's the Deal with Bubble Butt. You're listening to... But I don't want to be a secondary character. Today it's What's the Deal with Babu Butt. And uh, every fifth episode, we talk about a secondary character who we think deserves their own episode, rather than talking about them in an episode. That's right. And today we're talking about bubble butt, bubble, 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 bubble butt. I can't say that very fast. <laughs> no, you can't. I wouldn't make a very good rapper. <laughs> I'd give up after about eight syllables and go, eh. Yeah, I'll just pretend I'm Ja Rule. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> Enough with Ja Rule. Ja Rule better get in touch with us. Yeah. Uh, or if you know Ja Rule, <laughs> please. I'm curious. If you are Ja Rule or if you know Ja Rule, yeah. yeah, get in touch with us. Living it up in your one-bedroom flat. I wonder if our um, <laughs> you know, our, our crapping on about Ja Rule will have an effect on, on uh, living it up on the on the iTunes charts. Oh, hopefully. I'll check iTunes tomorrow and it'll be like trending. Ja Rule will be like, what? I'll pull out my so fresh best of two. 2002 yeah, CD yeah, and I'll, yeah. uh, I'll listen So Fresh was like a compilation of like top 40 songs in yeah. the uh, 90s and 2000s in Australia yeah. so uh, yeah I might pull out my I think it's 2002 2001 no, So Fresh 2001, 2001 I remember yeah. being in high school yeah. and I was in year 12 in 2001 so I think yeah yeah I wish we would play Living It Up on the podcast, but it's copyright. <laughs> we wouldn't be allowed to. Yeah. Um, but I'm yeah. sure Ja Rule would just be happy with any free promotion. Yeah. I'm relevant again. Oh. <laughs> oh. oh, wait. These guys are taking the piss out of me. Oh. Oh. Not oh. again. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll talk about Brian George. He's the actor who played Babu Butt. Then we'll do an analysis on Babu. Uh, later on, we will do our Seinfeldisms, which are basically weekly events in our lives, Stephen and mine, that are to do with Seinfeld and how they mirror Seinfeld, I guess. 
And we have Seinfeld trivia for this week. So, Seinfeld, yeah, the second so. second edition. We kicked that off last week. Indeed, and it was pretty basic trivia fact, but yeah. hopefully we have a more uh, spicy one. We haven't we haven't actually looked at the cards yet. No, so we'll find out. I think we should continue that. Not know what the trivia fact is until we read it out. That sounds good to me. Yeah. So Brian George, he's the actor who portrayed Babu Butt. He's the youngest of four siblings. Uh, he was born in Jerusalem to Jewish parents in July 1952, and he is of Iraqi descent. Um, his parents had immigrated to Israel from India. Uh, his father was born in Iraq, but raised in Mumbai, and his mother was born and raised in India. Uh, when Brian was a year old, his family immigrated to London. Uh, and he joined later on after graduating, he joined the Second City, where uh, he trained with comedy greats, including John Candy, among others. Hmm. And uh, his career in acting and voiceover work has flourished ever since. And, you know, Stephen, he's been active since 1975. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Crazy. And, I can't, uh, I can't yeah. think of uh, anything with him in it. I'm sure I've seen something, but I just can't think of anything off the top of my head. Well, he's been—he's uh, actually been in quite a few things. Uh, so he's been in—he was an episode of The Nanny. Uh, he was last year. He voiced Alfred in the animated Batman film, The Killing Joke. Huh. Uh, he was in Horrible Bosses in a role. Uh, he also plays a recurring role as Doctor V M Kuthrapali in The Big Bang Theory. That's Raj's father. Okay. So he's been doing that uh, for the last ten years. He's appeared in fourteen episodes. Okay. I don't really the watch The Big Bang Theory, so I'm not too familiar with it. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> it's like, yeah. It's one of those shows which you can't just you can't watch all yeah, the time. It's low hanging fruit for me. Very yeah, definitely. That's the like, bottom of the like, fruit barrel. Yeah, it's like yeah. everybody loves Raymond or yeah. I don't know King of Queens or I don't yeah. know, just, <laughs> one of those just things. Can't 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 get into it. Well, King of Queens is half decent because um, uh, Jerry Still is in yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. that makes it half decent. True. Uh, he's done a lot of voice acting as well, particularly in uh, video games and animated movies and shows. Uh, he's done voices in Star Wars: The Clone Wars. He was in twelve episodes. Uh, he's also done voiceover work for the games EverQuest Two, Disney Infinity. Um, Diablo 3, Diablo 2, uh, you know, Star Wars The Old Republic, a lot of video games. He's also voiced a vet in Penguins of Madagascar. Um, and, yeah, he's he's been in quite a few things. He's done a lot of roles in Batman animated films as well. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, like must have, he must have a very regal voice if he's if he's voicing Alfred. Well, it turns out he's he actually has a posh British accent in real life. Really? Yeah, his uh, Pakistani accent that he puts on is just for show. Yeah, yeah. So that's course. not his real voice, of course. Huh. Yeah. So there you go. He's that's been, interesting uh, that he because yeah. he kind of grew up in Toronto, you know, which has got you know, uh, like Canadian is closer to American than British yeah, accent yeah. wise. Yeah, hmm. but you know, he would move to London, then he moved to Canada. But was that was that London? London, Canada? I think London, England, I thought. Okay, because there's, there's a London in Ontario. Oh, that might be it then. I don't know. Oh, no, that must be. Well, no, he, he, um, but he joined a theatre company with John Candy, who's Canadian. It must, yeah. have been, must have been Canada then. Okay. Ontario. Okay, London, Ontario. Yeah. Cool. Sounds good to me. Because, I mean, <laughs> Toronto and London are both in Ontario. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Okay. That yeah. sounds good to me. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> That'll do. <laughs> That's fine. We'll just make up his history. Indeed. Yep. And then he moved to Alice Springs and he, <laughs> you know, I don't know, and then he was in Ja Rule's videos. Yeah, <laughs> living it up. <laughs> just make up his filmography. Exactly. You're a very, very bad man, Ja Rule. <laughs> that was his... That was his line. Um, he appeared in Seinfeld as Babu Butt uh, in The Cafe, The Visa, and The Finale. And, uh, yeah, Brian George, he's still active today. He's all... Actually, Stephen, he's been in one of your favourite movies. He was in Weird Science. Really? As well, yeah. Oh, fuck. I'm just looking at his IMDb page. Actually, no, it's a TV series called Weird Science. Weird okay. Science. came out in the 90s. Yeah, I vaguely six, remember that. Six episodes. And also okay. in The Pink Panther, he did a TV series. He played okay. uh, the, an inspector. Huh. Yeah, he's been in uh, quite a few, quite a few things. Hmm. 
old Brian George. Uh, his latest credit, from what I can see, is the Big well, the Big Bang Theory. Okay. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. So uh, that's Brian George. And some actually some trivia facts about Brian. So I mentioned before that despite his Pakistani accent that he uses in a lot of roles, um, his actual voice, it's affected with a posh British accent. Okay. Yes. And he actually, he's a teacher, or he was a teacher at uh, Jimboree in the mid to late 1980s. Okay. I don't know what that is. Jimboree. <laughs> no idea. Well, I know Jimboree. Isn't that something to do with, like, kids? Oh, probably. Like, I know Jamboree is, like, a gym. I don't know. For some reason, it's like kids' play equipment, mm. like a brand or something, something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. So he was a teacher in that. Right. So there you go. A couple of trivia facts about Brian George huh. as well. There you go. Yes. Did you have anything else on Brian? Nah. Nah. Pretty much got what you have. Yeah, yeah. But uh, no, he's been very, very prominent, especially in the 90s. Yeah, it sounds well. like he's done yeah, a whole bunch of, you know, voiceover work, theatre work, movie work, TV work. Yes. All sorts of things. Indeed. Would you say that Babu Butt's probably his most famous? Oh most well-known role 100% yeah I bet you if you look at like people see him they'll say oh it's Babu yeah Babu for yeah. sure 100% it's interesting that I mean you know the character himself is awesome but you know, yeah. appear, appearing on Seinfeld obviously that's just high profile regardless of who you play um, but I mean you know I, I this morning and last night I watched uh, you know, I've been watching the Babu Butt episodes in full for the last week or two. <laughs> nice. But I just watched, I just fast forwarded just to the Babu Butt bits. To the scenes, yeah. And it's probably 12, 13, 14 minutes in total. Yeah, yeah. You know, I it's know. Like, like the Soup Nazi, you know, it's probably seven minutes of actual screen time, but it's so good mm. and so memorable that it becomes his most well known role. Yeah. You know, and it's not even a full, you know, series or movie. It's just, you know. Quality over uh, quantity over quality. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, definitely. Oh, hang on. Yeah. Quality over quantity. Quality over quantity. Yeah, no, that's what like, you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I meant. <laughs> no, that, that's what you. That's what you need. Yeah. Quality over quantity. Hmm. Yes. So, Babu Butt. Shall we talk about him? Yeah. You bad man. You very very bad man. His you're most very famous. Smart man. You very smart. You're very kind man. Yeah. Yes. You're very kind. Just very kind. Yeah. Very, I don't want to put on the accent. No, no. <laughs> we're, just, we're just copying what he says. I get what you mean because we idolize him. Yeah. Babu. He's a very good character. Yeah, he's amazing. Yes. So, let's talk about Babu Butt. What's the deal with Babu? I don't know. What is the deal? Well, first of all, he's obviously an immigrant from Pakistan. Yes. And in the cafe, Babu opens a restaurant called The Dream Cafe, which serves a whole multitude of things, ranging from rigatoni to... What else was there? Um, there? I think there's shrimp. Shrimp. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. The shrimp. Oh, no, no, no. The shrimp is when uh, when he changes it to, to Pakistani. To the Pakistani, yeah. yeah the Jerry shrimp's a little bit too dry. stringy. Oh, the shrimp is dry. The shrimp mm. is... <laughs> I, I, before we get into sort of his, his time in Seinfeld, um, I wanted to dive, you know, a bit back into his past. How long do you think he's been living in America? Do you think he's a recent immigrant at the time of the cafe or he's been there for a while? Well, he's quite a chipper guy. Mm. So something tells me he might have moved recently, maybe mm-hmm. in the last few years. Because, yep. you know, obviously he's still on a visa. So yeah. he couldn't have been here for like 20, 30 years. Yep. Um, yeah, no, I think he's been there very recently. I could see he's a very hardworking guy. Mm. You know, he really wants to make a name for himself. You know, he's watched in films the, about the American dream and he wants the American dream to be his. And I guess that's why his cafe is called the dream cafe it's exactly what i had yeah I thought, you know it's i think he's named it after his own his own dream his own dream he wants to he wants to be part of the american dream yeah and i i did a bit of research into i guess what pakistan would have been like generally obviously it's different 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 cities but around the time in like the early 90s when he would have been living there before he uh, uh, uh immigrated to america and you know i guess it would have been compared to america it was a lot more oppressive um, a lot more restricted in terms of what you could do, how you could express yourself. 
So I think he he dreamed his whole life before coming to America with his family. Yeah. Of you know owning a restaurant that celebrated the world yeah, celebrated yep. what he couldn't in pakistan mm-hmm. and that's why he opened the dream cafe because it's literally it was and is his dream yeah but it's not just food from around the world it's what he saw as you know a celebration of the world itself what he couldn't experience in in a more oppressive kind of uh I regime guess. yeah well that's so deep <laughs> yeah well t- i mean I don't think it's too much of a stretch because, I mean, if he names it after his literal... If we assume that he names it after his little dream, the mm. literal dream, yeah, yeah, the food that he serves within it, which is, you know, what a restaurant does, mm. I think that's just an extension of what, you know, his vision of what he wanted his life to be yeah. in a place where he could live that life. Yeah. My theory with the Dream Cafe was, I think because of New York's, you know, multicultural, you know, there's yeah. a lot of cultures and stuff. You know, yeah. within it, very yep. similar to like Melbourne where we are. Um, I think Babu just wanted to cater to all tastes. Okay, that's probably why you know he had probably the signature dish from each country. That's on true. His menu. Yeah. So. Yeah, I guess it. You know, it could have been a commercial decision as well as more of a metaphorical. Mm. You know, decision as well. Hmm. Yeah. But one question is about the. I know we're diverting a bit, but the Dream Cafe. Why do you think no one turned up? I don't know. I mean. I mean, Jerry, it's kind of implied that it's a new place. Like, Jerry only starts being curious, you know, because it's brand new and he's just keeping an eye on it. And it's across his building, too. Yeah. 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 I guess maybe, I, I don't know, I couldn't figure out, like, is it, I mean, this is the days before social media where yeah. a place can be ruined by two or three bad reviews in mm-hmm. a matter of days. Yeah. You know, maybe it was just a combination of things. Maybe it was badly promoted. Maybe. Um. You know, maybe he didn't do enough promotion or any promotion. Um, maybe just needed to wait for it to build up. Because, yeah. I mean, I imagine that, you know, downtown New York, if you're opening a new restaurant, unless you've got some hype behind you, if you're just a local sort of neighborhood low-key restaurant... Yeah, it's really tough. It's going to take a while to build up a good clientele. Definitely, yeah. Um, so you'd have to tough it out for a while. Yeah, it's not like you'd be opening, you know, like a really, uh, you know, like avant-garde fine dining restaurant no. in, in you know, in Manhattan that has hype behind it. Yeah. It's just a local neighborhood restaurant. Mm. So it would take a while to build up a customer base. Definitely. And, um, and like you said, because back before social media, you had to rely on other people's exactly. things, like other people's opinions and also reviews from professional critics and stuff. So yeah, you could definitely make or break someone. Yeah. Mm. And I mean, you know, there's a lot of outdoor uh, scenes around Jerry's apartment or just around where they all live in New York. Mm. And there's always restaurants and cafes in the back so I guess if you're walking around looking for a place to eat, yeah, if there's a place that feels a bit confused as to what it is, you know, mm. it's, you know, I'm sure some like people like the fact you can get Mexican, Italian, Pakistani, Greek, whatever there. Yeah, it's like, oh, should I have a souvlaki or should I have a burrito or should yeah. I have some lasagna or yeah. should I have some hot dogs? I like mean, what? in my own experience, I've eaten res- at restaurants that don't have a specific menu or culture. It's just a mishmash of yeah, everything. Me too. And most it feels a bit t- weird, doesn't it? Yeah, it's not even the fact that it's weird. I just haven't enjoyed anything I've eaten at those sort of places because mm. it always just feels like, you know, I'm always a fan of restaurants that pick something or a certain type of food yeah, or whatever or, an, or, or even like a, a fusion of foods and they do 10 things really well as opposed to 70 things sort of half-assed. Exactly. Like, it's really weird. I went to a place in the West one time and they had like on the menu, no joke, they had like vindaloo, yep. fish and chips, okay. lasagna. Yeah. Souvlaki burrito. It's like what? Yeah, does make sense. No, I'm sure. I'm sure you could somehow figure out a combination and make it work well. Mm. But it, it's just kind of you know, if you're walking along a street full of restaurants looking for somewhere to eat, I wouldn't 
and that's based on personal experience. I wouldn't trust somewhere that doesn't really trust itself. Yeah, if that makes sense. Definitely. If it's confused, you, you, you need, you'd you need be like, somewhere where there's direction. Exactly. They know what, they're, what they're doing. Yeah, yeah, it's like okay, cool. This place just does Vietnamese, and mm-hmm. that's it. That's it. You know, rather than and they do it well, and they do it well. Yeah. You know, you're gonna have more trust in that than just a place that does. Yeah. Bits of bits of everything. Exactly. And as as we mentioned about the Dream Cafe, no one seems to go in, much to Jerry's surprise. Uh, feeling sympathy for Babu, Jerry goes to try the restaurant where Babu serves him along with Lane and Kramer. Later in private, Babu gets advice from Jerry, like we mentioned, to renovate the restaurant and serve dishes from Pakistan to make his business more authentic. He closes the restaurant and borrows more money for the renovation. Little does he know that no one will still turn up and he's still in more debt. Yeah. And he I... calls Jerry very bad man. You're very bad. I was really struggling to feel like who who do I feel bad for? Do I feel well or how how bad should I feel for Babu? Like it sucks that he he you know he's taken out all this money and you know he's just trying to make his dream work. He's got a family too. Yeah. But at the same time it's like he's a grown adult. You know, do you really take the word of just a random stranger who's been in your restaurant for half an hour? Like I I don't feel like Jerry should have much responsibility for how things have turned out. All yeah. he did was suggest an idea. Hmm. And a reasonable idea, like, yeah, cool, like an authentic Pakistani restaurant. And he just dives right in. He's, I don't know. I feel like Babu's a bit naive. I think he's a bit naive as well. Plus, he probably hopes for trust from the locals. Yeah. You know, if, he, if, if Jerry must know that Pakistani food might be popular in the area, so yeah. maybe I'll trust him. But yeah. you're right, he's very naive. And I think he really wants to chase that American dream quick. Yeah. I think he wants to get rich or, you know, have a successful life straight away. He wants to be... He wants to live the total opposite to what he did in Pakistan. Yeah. That's my way of seeing it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I just think I just think, you know, any business owner, especially a new business, if you're trying to establish yourself in a in a you know, in a crowded restaurant scene and one person comes in and suggests one thing, even though it sounds like a good idea, and you don't just jump at that idea, you don't just shut down and reopen on the on the suggestion of one person. I don't know. I just feel like it's not very well. It wasn't very well thought out. Yeah, I know. He just jumped right in. Yeah, mm. and I guess you know, if he's like like we said, he's keen to live the American dream, and you know, he just sort of is. Yeah, is a bit naive. I feel sorry for him, but at the same time, I don't think Jerry should be blamed mm. for, you know, a decision that he made. It's his business. He should take responsibility mm. for. But the thing is, Babu, he claims, or he he claims that Jerry made him change the restaurant Bullshit. and put him more debt for nothing. That's his way of seeing it. Yeah, yeah. But Jerry didn't force him to. Like no. he, Jerry just suggested, you know, in good faith. It wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't a. It wasn't a, a malicious thing. You know, it was a genuine, sincere suggestion. And I think I think Jerry thought it was a good idea. Yeah. But I don't know. Oh. I just. This is one time where I think Jerry or any of the call for are absolved of something that they've done <laughs> yeah that's affected someone else like you know Jerry just made a, a, a suggestion <laughs> it's not Jerry's fault that Babu got no. his life ruined because of him no it's different what? it's different with the visa oh the that's, visa that's is totally different, different oh yeah that's definitely restaurant. a life ruining yeah event. we'll get into that a bit more <laughs> we but, will but we will. yeah I just think with the with the restaurant I don't know Okay. Yeah. Oh, well, I guess maybe that was Babu's lesson. Maybe he thought, I'm not yeah. going to trust someone like that again. I'm just going to yeah. do on my own two feet. Uh, the Dream Cafe ultimately fails and he's forced to close the restaurant. Here we go. We're going to talk about the visa now. Uh, Babu acquires a job at Monk's Cafe and he also gets a room in Jerry's building with Jerry's help. Babu is soon arrested and detained, however. Jerry looks through his mail, which Elaine had kept for him while he was away, and jokingly kept him from him for a while. And one of the letters was Babu's immigration visa renewal paper. Mm. Yes. 
and again, not Jerry's direct fault, no. but more more responsibility should be laid at his his feet. Yes, Babu faces deportation and is visited by Jerry and Elaine, who confess to what happened, enraging Babu again. Jerry pacifies Babu by telling him that George's wheels lawyer girlfriend. Motion. Yeah, the wheels. I love how Elaine goes. The wheels are in motion. She does like the motion of wheels. They're both like the wheels are in motion yeah. because Babu's like, I'll kill you. Yeah, I'll just to you. calm him down. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Jesus. Um, yeah. So George's lawyer girlfriend, Cheryl, uh, will help him out. George and Cheryl fall out because she likes Jerry's supposed dark attitude more than George's light humour. Yep. Um, he, she spitefully drops the case and Babu's deported back to Pakistan where he vows revenge against Jerry. And in the finale, he's the final witness to testify against Jerry, George, Elaine and Kramer. He came all the way from Pakistan just to testify for two minutes. He did. He relays his experiences with the four, growing angrier by the moment and demanding that they be locked away. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't really have any direct... Ex- does he have... Oh, I guess he does have direct oh, with experience Elaine, with... Yes. Um, well, with George and Kramer. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's true, actually. Mm. Just another, not, not in the cafe, but in the visa. Another thing I've noted as well, you notice how in, in the cafe, just going back to that, mm. you know how Babu serves like hot towels, but they're like piping hot? Yeah. Do you reckon he has like a sense of touch? <laughs> like he, he can't feel heat? I don't know. Maybe maybe it's, <laughs> I don't know much about Pakistani sort of eating yeah. tradition or, or culture. Maybe it's part of their culture and... If you're in Pakistan, or if you've eaten at Pakistani restaurants, it's ex- maybe it's just a case of it's unexpected. It's unexpected, yeah. It's like I'm a hot towel just gets thrown in your hands. Yeah, oh, wow, wow, yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. Like I remember the first time I was ever on a plane, and mm. I'd never had a hot towel given to me. Right. And you know how the 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 plane staff hand out hot towels. Yeah, yeah. You, or like moist hot towels for you to refresh with. Yeah. I was, however old I was when when I first got one. I think I was a teenager or something. I, I didn't know what was going on and I remember thinking, wow, this is really fucking hot. Mm. So, I don't know, maybe maybe it was just a, a case of, you know, Kramer just not expecting it. No, you know. but his reaction's priceless. Oh, it's great. Kramer's just yeah. like drops to the ground. Ah, and he falls uh, over, yeah. Yeah, good. Yeah. Gold. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, that's Bubble Butt. So that's a bit of a synopsis about him. Actually, a bit of trivia. You you have a trivia thing for Babu as well, don't you? Yeah, I've got a Babu buttism. A Babu buttism. Not, not about him per se. It was... And not about his butt. <laughs> no. No. No, or about no. his Babu. But before we get into that, the name Babu Butt. Yeah. It's, it's actually a Hindu name, very common in the state of Gujarat in India, in the uh, Brahmin community in the state. Uh, even though Babu is an immigrant from Pakistan, uh, he's therefore unlikely to have this name. Uh, however, India and Pakistan used to be one colony called British India, uh, where Muslims and Hindus were relatively homogeneous, homogeneously dispersed. There we go. Uh, and the writers of Seinfeld likely derived the name for the character from the substantial Gujarati community in the United States, particularly in New York and New Jersey. Mm-hmm. So that's where the name might have been derived from. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There you go. What yeah. do you have? Uh, well, I was just looking for some extra, some extraneous things about Babu Butt. And uh, I did come across, there's a, a well-known Twitter account called Modern Seinfeld. And they just pose Modern Seinfeld synopses in uh, in tweet form. Uh, and one of them was about Babu Butt. And the tweet itself was, and I, th- I think this would make a pretty good uh, uh, synopsis in, in modern times. Mm. Bobby Butt's new restaurant is featured on Kitchen Nightmares. <laughs> Gordon nice. Ramsay decides that the restaurant's biggest problem is Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> I nice. can just imagine Gordon coming in and going, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Carrying what on. is this shit? <laughs> what are you? A shit sandwich. Have you seen that before? Uh, Have you seen that meme? It's I where Gordon, so. Gordon. I think in one of his shows, Gordon Ramsay puts like two two slices of bread in between someone's head and he goes, what are you? 
And then she goes, a shit sandwich. Oh, so funny. <laughs> He's I, like, what are you? A shit brutal, sandwich. but I love him. Yeah. Just how he just he just cuts down these idiots who have no idea. Yeah, I know. You know, they need to hear it. Brutal. Yeah. Brutal. Do you think he'd be brutal to, to Bobby Butt if oh, he was real? badly. Yeah? Yeah. I wonder how Bobby Butt... I reckon Bobby Butt would give him some lip back. He probably would. He'd you be know. like, you're a very nasty man. Yeah. Very nasty. And he'd wave, yeah. his, wave his index finger. For sure. Very bad man. Yeah. It's, um, it's interesting that... Um, like, it's funny that... Bobby Butt seems to be the sort of person whose liking to someone is based on what you can do or what you do do for them. Yeah. Because he obviously has a massive dislike for Jerry and he blames him for the failure of... of the Dream ever, Cafe. Yeah. Do they ever mention what it's... Is it renamed after it's opened? I thought it was renamed. But they never say it. No. We'll never see a sign. Just, no. you know, whatever. We'll just say... It, we'll just assume it's still called the Dream Cafe. Or we'll just call it Babu's. Babu's. <laughs> butts. <laughs> butts. Butts. Plenty of butts in here. <laughs> Pakistani butts. Do you see people? Where are the people? I see Show no people. Show me people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he is good when he's, uh, when he's angry. Yeah, he is. So, you know, according to him, Jerry is to blame for that, that scenario. Mm-hmm. Okay, fine. But then Jerry obviously runs into him at some point in the near future. In Monk's Cafe. In Monk's in Cafe. The visa. Yeah. But, but, but before he sees him at, at Monk's, he says, oh, you've gotten me a, a room in your, a, 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 an apartment in your building and a job. Yeah. So Jerry's obviously, whether he's... Probably reconciled ra- with Babu. Yeah. Like maybe, you know, he, he, after the incident with Babu, he still felt kind of bad for him. Yeah. And then maybe he said, you know, because this is like one season later. Yeah. Or maybe he ran into Babu one day. Maybe yep. Babu was like cleaning or yep. doing some kind of menial job. Yeah. Yep. You know, and then Jerry said, oh, I can help you out. Okay. You know, I'm, you know, it's not quite the dream cafe, but you can get a job at Monk's. And, yeah, something you know. to support his family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's your apartment. And, uh, True. Yeah, while he's away, he leaves Elaine to check the mail. But, you know, yeah. we'll talk about this when we do the visa. Yeah. We won't get too much detail. But yep. Elaine holding the mail back. I know. You think she would have looked at, like... Is from the what is it Homeland Security or immigration in I the guess US? Department of Immigration. Whatever it is, I don't, think, the, I don't, I, think, I don't know I'm, what the American. I don't thing think is. the Department of Homeland Security existed before then. Oh, okay, I'm, I think I'm that's not like sure. Post September 11. Oh, 9/11. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I oh, look. I don't know what they what they were called. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we'll just say the US Department of Immigration. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You think if you saw something like that, you think, oh, I better yeah give that to Jerry. You wouldn't treat it lightly. No, definitely not. Unless you just didn't look. Yeah, but it did go into his mailbox by mistake. That's true. Mm. Yeah, I mean, who, maybe it was Newman. <laughs> <laughs> Newman. <laughs> no, well, oh, I mean, he doesn't, he doesn't. You reckon he doesn't deliver in that area? I mean, I don't think his mail oh, no, route Newman is doesn't, part of no, no. no, but that'll be a good thing. You know, he can just frame Jerry for it. Yeah, maybe he did. And he wouldn't be surprised. And Newman's that evil. Yeah. You know, we talked about Newman in season two. We did an episode on him. Maybe he's he, quite. He's quite evil. Yeah. He could probably. He'd probably. He's, he's sort of Machiavellianly evil. Machiavellian he's, evil. He's like yeah. Very Shakespearean <laughs> and yeah. He'd probably allow a man to be deported just to spite Jerry. Yeah. Yeah, he even set, even he though Bubba is the collateral. Yeah, yeah, he would set Jerry up for that. Yeah, he would. And, uh, He's, that's how evil he is. Yeah, that's true. Definitely. I don't know. Maybe he overheard. Um, you know, maybe he overheard Jerry talking to Babu when he got him like a, a, a an apartment in his building. Yeah, and he was thinking, and then he thought, he maybe, got, maybe, maybe I'll get my maybe, mates to do it. Yeah, or maybe maybe uh, maybe <laughs> Newman heard him say, you know, like I'm waiting for my immigration papers to come in the mail. Oh yeah. And Newman, working at the local post office, was just looking out for it. Yeah. And he sort of took it. And he put it in Jerry's uh, Jerry's mail dun, just to set him up. Mm, it's, it's possibility. It's possible. Yeah. But then, yeah, once Babu got deported, mm. you know, he didn't put his papers in in time. Yeah. Sad. He I sweat. felt very sorry for Babu. Oh, yeah. Like, Jerry sweat, and Elaine's ruined, their, ruined his life, basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's true. Um, and he gets his sweet revenge in the finale. Yeah. Yeah. 
that's yeah. I mean, it all sort of it all it all pays off for him. It's quite notable that he's the final witness in the finale. Mm. He's the last one to really bury bury them. You know. Well, I guess it could be argued that it's probably some of the biggest ramifications that Jerry and you know the core force decision making has had on a person. Yeah. I don't think they've had anyone else deported. I mean, that's no. pretty serious. That's pretty serious. And it's not yeah. just him; it's his wife and because he says he has a family, so we're going to assume he's got wife and kids. Well, George, uh, George had Susan killed by mistake. That's true. The doctor, I love the doctor in the finale. He showed. What I call restrained jubilation. <laughs> and then Susan's parents are like, you killed her. Yeah. <laughs> we will get to the finale at some point. Oh, we will. Look, it won't be the final episode of Bidwabask. We might no. even do it sooner than you think. It won't ever be a final episode of Bidwabask. Don't even talk about it. Nah, man. We're nowhere no. near that. No. If you want the finale during season three, let us know. Yeah. We're happy to do finale. We, we've only done one two-part episode. We did the trip in season one, parts yep. one and two. We can, if it's a double-barreled episode, yeah. we'll talk about... Well, the, the finale is just one long episode, isn't no, it? No, it's one and two. Is it? It's part one and Well, I think when it aired originally, it was right. a long episode, but right. it's split into two. Okay. Uh, in syndication. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Mm. I I noticed as well with Bobby, but I still think, even though he loves living in America at the time where uh, Jerry first walks into the Dream Cafe, yeah. I still think, and even though he doesn't set up the restaurant to be Pakistani, I think the song that he sings when, uh, you know, when Elaine's trying to do the IQ test. Mm-hmm. And he's just, I think he's just cleaning up or sweeping or something. And he yeah. just sings a some sort of melody. Uh-huh. I think that's a tune, like an old tune from his homeland. So I, st- I, th- I still think part of him misses Pakistan. Oh, and, of course. You know, his wife there, he's probably got, well, I mean, he's got a brother there, at least. He does, you yes. You know, right at the end of the visa, Babu's brother, who they never name, actually. His no. name's just... Brother. Brother. Bubble brother. Yeah, I actually tried to look for for a um for a for a, for a credited name, but there's nothing nothing uh, in existence. Um, he's he's almost like a parody of Babu. Like he's more, I don't know. Like he's it's Babu's mannerisms mm. and idiosyncrasies. He is, yeah, it's, yeah. It's a bit more Babuish. Yeah, if that makes sense. Very similar. You can tell they're yeah, brothers. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I noticed as well when he's back in uh, just another little idiosyncrasy. Yeah. Maybe it's an accent thing or a pronunciation thing, but when he's back in Pakistan, like, you know, sort of whinging to his mate about what Jerry um, has done to him, he actually calls Jerry Seinfeld. He doesn't call him Seinfeld. Seinfeld, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Seinfeld. Yeah. I was going to say as well, I, I this just sort of occurred to me, I don't think his brother is from... Well, his brother's obviously from Pakistan. From Pakistan, yeah. But I think he he was living in the US before Babu came over. Yeah, yeah, okay. You know, because he comes to Jerry's place and he's... You know, so he's already living there, yeah. I think that's, you know, and that's probably... His brother uh, got Babu over. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's easier to get visas um, if you've got family living in a place, you can get like compassion visas and stuff. So, of course. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. And, and he, you know, he probably helped his brother out and get him started. Maybe he helped him get the finance for the Dream Cafe. That's true. Or maybe Babu was originally a, like a restaurateur back in Pakistan. Yeah. You know, and he probably, my, my theory is like as well with the Dream Cafe, you know how you said he wanted to show, he, he wanted his restaurant to represent the world. Yeah. Maybe he was worried about maybe the vilification of if he just opened a Pakistani restaurant in New York, maybe mm. he was worried about the vilification. Okay. You know, Pakistani, Middle East, you know. Yeah. It was around uh, just after the Gulf War. Yeah. You know, like in the rednecks come out, they're like, oh, those Arabs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So maybe he was worried if a 
you know, mm. if he had Pakistani food post Gulf War, it might know, not have been received so well. No, probably mm. not. So maybe that's, that's why he said, maybe I'll do like a world cafe. Yeah. And and you know, with his ethos that you theorized about as well, he that's true. incorporated that. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. Even though Pakistan isn't part of the Middle East, no, but you know, but you know people, some people, ignorant people, associated with everyone. You know, yeah, you know, they, yeah. they lump it all together. Yeah, idiots. Their, their skin's darker than mine, so therefore, yeah, therefore, yeah, I'm not racist, but yeah, that's a that's a good Aussie racist yep. saying. I'm not racist, but but I'm going to say something I'm going to say something racist. Anyway, um, I was going to say as well, just another fun, you know, if we if we um, theorize that Newman may be potentially sabotaged. Oh, well, um, that's a very far-fetched theory, yeah, but, but plausible. It's fun to entertain. Oh, it is. Do you think uh, Babu ever came across the soup Nazi in any way? Like, you know, at some point, well, local, two local restaurateurs. Well, funnily enough. Well, in the finale, he eats the soup Nazi soup. That's right. And, and, he nods, and he's happy. He nods, and he, he, nods, nods. he nods with approval. He does, yes. But I'm talking about when they're in New York, like when Babu had... You know, between the Dream Cafe and when he worked at Monks, do you think he ever crossed paths with him? I don't think so. Mm, okay. No. Why do you say that? I don't know. Just thought that would be fun to to think about those two. You know, sort of in in some situation together. Yeah. I don't know. That'd be they'd be like the uh, odd couple, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Who's like very sweet and naive, and, and then the and, soup and Nazi. Yep. Kasim is just a nut. yeah, just a total hard ass nut job. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he doesn't trust anyone, mm-hmm. whereas Babu sort of trusts. Maybe a bit too much. Yeah, maybe yeah. a bit too much. Yeah, and you're right. Babu's a very naive dude. Yeah, 100%. No, I mean, he's a sweetheart. He's a, he's a very lovely man, mm. and he's got love in his heart. But just you know, needs a bit more cynicism. I think he needs he needs to have a bit more of the soup Nazi in him. Yeah, but he not, does. But not 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 um not as much. He needs a bit of Malagatani in his does, diet. He does, <laughs> so to speak. <laughs> well, isn't Malagatani in Indian? Yeah, in Indian. Yeah, um, Pakistan, India. They're neighbors. Right. So. Yeah, it means pepper water. That's right. Yeah, in Hindi. Yeah, that's right. There you go. Yeah. Did you have anything else about Babu? No, that was it for Babu. I think, yeah, overall, you know, very wide-eyed, naive guy, wants to chase the American dream, relies too much relied too much on Jerry, mm-hmm. probably didn't take the advice of his brother when he decided to change the restaurant to Pakistan. He probably should have asked for some advice or yeah. maybe said, look, I only opened the restaurant recently. Let's just write it out. Yeah, Six just, months, just if you thought, know, things don't happen, things then I'll think, I'll think more. things through. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep. It's quite a change. If you're going to go from multicultural to Pakistani, yep. it's quite a change. Yeah, you know? and you're not even giving your first idea a chance to... to you know, exist and mm. potentially build. Yeah, and then the theory is, I guess, it's not really Jerry's fault that the cafe shut down. Well, I mean... Jerry's Jerry's saying stuff leads to the situation that that Babu's in, but mm. it's not it's not his responsibility. You know, yeah. it's his it's his it's his fault in a way, but it's yeah. not. I just don't think much, if any, blame should be placed on Jerry for the yeah. the failure of both the restaurants. No, I, but when we do the cafe eventually, I think yeah. we'll talk about it a bit more for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, but in the visa, it's obviously Jerry and Elaine's fault. Well, Elaine's mostly. Yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, that's mm. that's a bit more of a of a heinous thing. Definitely, absolutely heinous. I mean, the guy getting deported. Yeah. That's like one step down from Susan getting knocked off by accident by George. That's true. It'd be up there with, um, you know, last week's heinous act of digging up uh, Fredo. <laughs> oh, Fredo the parrot. Yeah. Fredo was dead. You know, getting, uh, getting Babu deported. Yeah. Unintentionally, but still. Still. Carelessness deported. led to that. My goodness. Um, a happy-go-lucky guy like that. Yeah, deported. yeah. Like, if, if he was an arsehole, it'd be like, okay, well, If it was fine. a super-Nazi. Yeah, it'd be like, fine. Yeah. But, uh, you know, a sweetheart like Babu, you know, he just he just wants to live the American dream. He does. He does. Uh, anyway, that's our analysis of Babu Butt. If you have anything, let us know. Anything extra or you have any counter-arguments or whatever, please get in touch. We'd love to hear from you. Coming up, we're going to find out where Babu Butt sits in our top 10 secondary characters of all time, if they do. 
as well as some Seinfeldisms and this week's Seinfeldia Seinfeld Trivia of the Week. This is But I Don't Want to Be a Secondary Character and it is What's the Deal with Babu Butt. I looked in my mail and I noticed that the mailman accidentally put your visa renewal in my mailbox. Come again? You see, I've been home for a week and Elaine didn't give me my mail till yesterday, even though I asked her repeatedly for it. Yeah, but, um, Babu, he could have come to my house to pick it up. You had my visa application? Well, not technically. I see you! Well, what about her? I killed both of you! Babu! No, Babu! No, Babu! You're bad man! You're very bad man! You're very lazy bad man! Babu, I'm gonna fix everything! I have a lawyer who knows someone in the immigration department. They're gonna straighten the whole thing out. The wheels are in motion. Things are happening even as we speak. The wheels are in motion. The wheels are in motion. Things are happening. So why don't we talk about some uh, top 10 characters? Top 10 characters, yes. And we have talked about today Babu Butt because it is a What's the Deal with special episode. Stephen, has Babu made your top 10? Uh, I thought about it and no. I like Babu. Yeah. But uh, as any long-time listener would know, my favorite characters tend to be on the more grumpy, asshole <laughs> end of the spectrum. Yeah. And Babu, although he's charming and sweet and I have a big place for him in my heart, uh, the 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 qualifications to make this list, he just doesn't doesn't meet them. No, not quite. No. He didn't make my top ten or even top twenty. Actually. No, no, he like he's a great character, but yep. no, it just wasn't enough to win me over. No, no, no. I liked him, and mm. I have a lot of sympathy for him and a lot of love for him. I'm sure he would be a very I, if if I had a local Pakistani restaurant around me in my neighbourhood. Uh, and it was owned and operated by Babu. I'd go there regularly. Not I'd just out of sympathy. Him. I'm sure. I'm sure his food would be fucking amazing. Oh, it would be fucking amazing. because you know, he Definitely. cares. He yeah. actually wants to make a really good place for people to eat. Definitely. My top ten characters, just to go over them very quickly: uh, George's parents, uh, Joe from the Mango, the fruit shop owner. Oh yeah. Harold and Manny from the apartment. Susan Ross, uh, Sue Ellen Mishki, Celia from uh, the Merv Griffin show. That's Jerry's episode girlfriend. Mm-hmm. The record store owner from the Old Man, our second ever episode. Jane, George's girlfriend from the Hamptons. The Street Tufts, Bob and Cedric from our first ever episode. And number one, Elton Bennis, Elaine's dad. Cool. I won't mention my top ten because I mentioned it last week in yep. episode one, The Strong Box, That's season it. three. So just have a, if you haven't listened already, go back to episode one of season three and uh, you'll hear my top ten later on, probably in the last 10, 15 minutes of the episode. Yep. Seek yep. over there. Normally we go through our top 10 episodes uh, for the week and we also talk about uh, where an episode falls, but given that this week is a what's the deal, we won't. If you want to know what our top episodes are, uh, just again, go back and listen last week. Towards yeah. the end of the episode, we, we talk about them the last 10 minutes or so. Yeah, thereabouts. Yeah. Yep. Do you have any Seinfeldisms this week? Oh, just one. Uh, so there's a Polish cafe down the road because mm. uh, we moved studios last week yep. so we're in a brand new studio new area of new part of Melbourne mm-hmm. uh, and there's a Polish cafe nearby and okay. I saw chocolate bobka nice yes and I was like where's the cinnamon bobka they're like oh we don't have cinnamon like, one of your Seinfeldisms towards the end of last year was a bobka and I can't remember did you actually buy it or eat it no or you just saw it? no, I saw it there so it was it's a chocolate franchise called Max Brenner they're like a cafe that specialises yeah. in chocolate yep. in Australia and uh, yeah I saw a chocolate cinnamon bobka and I'm like it's not chocolate or cinnamon it was combined. Hmm. And I saw it on the menu and I thought, oh my God. It's Chocoman. Chocoman. Chinnaman. <laughs> Chin- chinocolate. Chinocolate. I don't know. Sinocolate. Sinocolate. I don't know. Yeah. 
I would say that between this week and next, you should buy that chocolate bobka down the road. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'll eat it. I'll even put it on our Instagram. Nice. I'll, I'll have a picture of me biting into it. Awesome. I'll go have the bobka. Yeah? Yeah. Do that. I will. Yep. 100%. What about you? Uh, yeah, so I've got one. So, well, two, but it sort of counts as one. So, I mentioned last week that I've started watching Weeds again. You did, yes. And you mentioned what happens in season one with uh, the lady's... The Godfather. ...son. Yeah, that's oh, right. Oh, the Godfather yeah, reference. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, that's why right. I mentioned it last week. Yeah. Um, I've been watching a bit more, and there was actually a Seinfeld uh, reference in it. I can't even remember what line. I just made a note that in one of the episodes, <laughs> in one of the seasons, someone mentioned Seinfeld. What's well, the deal with marijuana? Reason. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. And also, I've been watching the latest season of Family Guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, and there's actually a cut scene where Jerry's in a car with... Uh, uh, sorry, jo- uh, Peter's in a car with Jerry. Yeah. Again, I can't remember um, sort of how it's set up or even why it's, you know, even though the cutscenes are not part of the narrative. No, it's one of those flashbacks. Yeah, It's yeah, one yeah. of those flashback scenes. Yeah, That's exactly. like the time I was at Jerry Seinfeld in the car. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But Jerry's, all I remember is that Peter says something to Jerry. Jerry sort of responds like, yeah, okay, like just doesn't really show any interest. And then there's an awkward silence. And then Peter goes, why did your wife steal that recipe? And then it cuts. That's it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Do cool. you know, I, and I didn't know about that. I didn't know either. But I did remember Jerry Seinfeld was in another Family Guy episode. Well, an mm. impersonation of him. Mm. I think they're on a plane. It must be early season, maybe season two, three oh, or four. Like, What's the deal with airlines? Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. then Stewie's like, oh, like he's sitting next to like a hack comedian, whoever it is. Right. And he's like, oh, God, I don't want to sit near all these comedians or whatever. And then all these like famous comedians sit near him. Uh, and then one of them is Jerry. And then they mention like their taglines. And then Jerry goes, what's the deal with airplane food? And that's right. like, ah. Yeah, he's pissed off. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I did a bit of research into that, that line that Peter asks Jerry about, why did your wife steal the recipe? Apparently in 2007, and this is unsubstantiated, but okay. you know, this was sort of what people thought. It was a few theories out there. Right. Jerry's wife, I can't remember her name. Jessica. Jessica. Jessica Seinfeld. Yeah. She put out a cookbook called, uh, I can't remember what it is exactly, but <laughs> the idea of the book is how to trick kids into eating, into eating vegetables. Right. Like home techniques to, you know, hacks. get kids to eat. Yeah, like kid, kid eating hacks, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was a book published in April of that year by some sort of unknown author or whatever. And then about three or four months later, Jessica's book was published, and apparently there was a lot of the same material. Oh. So there were accusations oh, that plagiarism. she had plagiarized. Oh, ah, yeah. so that's what it is. Yeah. Ah, very subtle. Yeah. <laughs> so Peter, just, just to break the silence, goes, why did, you, why did your wife steal those recipes? Oh, God. <laughs> very subtle. We're live. We're live. Hello. Hello, Bidwell Basque fans. This is Ivan. <laughs> I'm Ivan. Yep. He's Stephen over there. I'm Stephen. Oh, hello. And uh, yes, so Seinfeldia. So every week we talk about trivia about Seinfeld on the particular day. So we have this special calendar here. So today is Tuesday, January 16, the day that we're recording. And the Seinfeld trivia for this week... Larry David and Jerry Seinfeld watched Jason Alexander's audition tape in a Los Angeles screening room with manager George Shapiro and his partner Howard West. After two lines out of Jason's mouth, they knew that's the guy. Huh. They could see his talent and comedic prowess as well as his strong acting ability in just those few lines. They wanted a particularly polished actor to anchor the show against Seinfeld who had less developed acting skills. So there you go. 
There you go. That's what happened. Have a read, fans. Check that out. Isn't that good for trivia? Yeah. Isn't that incredible? Better like, than last week's one. Yeah, I know. It was like Larry David and Jerry Seinfeld's pilot was the Seinfeld Chronicles. Jerry Seinfeld is American. Oh, <laughs> he's from New York. Larry David's last name is David. Yeah. <laughs> Larry David's last name begins with D. <laughs> the main language spoken in Seinfeld is English. Yeah. Pretty much. Pretty much. Yes, so we are recording right now. We're recording What's the Deal with Babu Butt? That's it. And this episode will be up on Thursday around lunchtime. Yeah, around lunchtime. In the afternoon. Australian time, Melbourne. That's it. Yeah. Less than 48 hours. So, uh, yeah, this is us recording live. So, and this will be in the podcast as well, which is weird. Yeah, very weird. (laughs) I'll have to do like some weird editing. I'm just zooming in on on all of your um, facial anomalies pimples and stuff <laughs> not many i hope no no, no. <laughs> <laughs> dun, dun, dun. i'll just apply the right filter yes and if you're on more well, if you got mates who are on instagram and don't follow us get them to follow us at bidwabask that's it b-i-d-w-b-a-s-c with them into shape indeed we're also on facebook and twitter that's it yeah next uh, week steve what are we doing uh we are doing one of my favorite ever episodes the sniffing accountant yes love that episode here's to having a good time all, All the, the time. time. Yeah. Uh, a motto to live life by. Indeed, sure. indeed. And don't forget, our live show is coming up on Sunday, March 18 at 6.30pm. We're talking about the contest. It's our 50th episode special and it's going to be live. So that's if you're right. in the area, come over to George's Bar and have a watch us, uh, watch us do our thing. Yeah, that's right. So it's, uh, yeah, it is on a Sunday evening, free entry, uh, not free drinks. No. And uh, if you haven't been to George's Bar, they do have some pretty good food there. Yeah. And I imagine they'll be, uh, they'll be serving food. Twix and Snickers. Twix and their Snickers. Their specialty. Yeah. Actually, they, they do good toasties too. Yeah. Mm. I haven't eaten one, but um, I've heard that they're quite good. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, come along. Um, we will be. I will be putting all the Facebook details up, like all the proper details, all the pretty stuff. Indeed. By the end of the week. Yeah. Still finalising all that stuff. Uh, but yeah, if you want to come along, that would be amazing. That oh, would be hey, amazing. My dad just joined our Instagram live video. Oh, hello. Hey, hello. Dad. How you doing, Dad? <laughs> <laughs> Send me a message, Dad. Make us be millennials. Make us be yeah, please. We don't communicate normally anymore. No, no, no. Yes. Yeah, this is how I talk to my parents now. Pretty much. Just through Instagram live videos of us recording. Indeed. <laughs> yes, so that's another week of But I Don't Want to Be a Secondary Character. If you do want to get in touch with us, we have an email address, Basque Podcast. Actually, sorry, I'm uh, signing off a bit early. You did want to mention follow-up to last week's listener mail. Yes, Stephen from North America. He left us a blog entry. And Sorry, Dad just gave us the thumbs up and oh, said hello. Beautiful. Hello, Dad. Cheers, Dad. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> so Stephen, he showed us a blog about different uh, live theatre events and sports that are featured in Seinfeld as well as concerts. And we put his blog on our show notes last week and he just says thank you for the kind words and um, really enjoying the podcast. So uh, a nice follow-up to last week. So thanks, Stephen. It was very good. Yeah, that's uh, right. Keep it up, mate. Yeah. And uh, through uh, last week, I did mention that I was going to actually have a bit of a deeper dive into the blog. And I did. And it's fucking amazing. Yeah, it's pretty good, huh? So good. Pretty good. Good work, Stephen. Dad just said it's good to see you, Ivan. Oh, thank you. Is it weird that I'm like commentating the the messages that we're (laughs) Very, very strange. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm, I'm trying trying to like... Uh, operate on two two different levels in yeah. live and also on Instagram. Maybe we should do like live video as like a thing for some of our podcasts. Yeah, that maybe would be just cool. do like a live. Yeah. Just just hit play and see what happens. That's the point of it. Even during the breaks. Yeah, you can see what we're doing. <laughs> maybe we'll do it for like one episode. Yeah, we'll do it. We can do a full one. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if Once. you can uh, put that much material up oh, on, but all right, we'll worth see. a shot. Worth a go. Yeah. Even, actually, we have a YouTube account. 
Just we go do, on we YouTube do a live stream. stream. Yeah, that's true. That can be done. Yep. Anyway, uh, proper sign off now. So Indeed. thanks again for listening. And uh, if you do want to get in touch, we have an email address, bidwabasspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, bidwabas.com is our website. You can listen to us on uh, Apple Podcasts or wherever else you get your podcasts. Mm-hmm. Uh, review us. That would be absolutely amazing. Tell all your mates about it. Please. And uh, also, yeah, get in touch with us. Tell us what you think. We're on social media as well. Instagram, obviously. Yeah. Live, video. <laughs> live, yes. Um, yeah, we, don't have, we don't have right? an Instagram account. Yeah. Uh, Twitter account, Facebook account, all the socials. We exist on all of them. And uh, yeah, say hello. Let us know what you think. Yeah, g'day, hello, bye, and uh, we'll see you next week for the Sniffing Accountant. That's right. Catch you then. Catch ya. What do I do? What do you do? What do I do? My love for you. Everybody, okay, okay, we're done. <laughs> <laughs>